Welcome back to The Digital Divide with me, Linda Antonetti, bridging the gap between social media and connecting with classic communication skills. So what I want to talk to you about today are some of the concerns when it comes to communicating through social media and communicating during those face-to-face interactions. The information that I've gathered is based on my years of experience as a speech pathologist, but it's also based on the information that you have provided me, questions and concerns when it comes to experiences and frustrations that you are encountering during social media or face-to-face interactions. So I want to start today with some social media communication problems. One of the top things I've heard from you is that people are being misunderstood when it comes to communicating through social media. And there's a really good reason for that. It's because you don't have those nonverbal communication skills needed to help support your message. So for example, facial expressions, body language, gestures, tone, All of those things support your message. They help get the meaning of your message across to others. And that's missing when you're interacting through technology. I'll give you a good example. If I fall down and you ask me how I am and I say, I'm fine, I'm I'm fine. Well, you can hear in my voice that I'm really not fine. And if you saw my facial expression, you would be able to tell even further that I'm really not fine. So my words are not matching my nonverbal communication. And that is what is absent when we are interacting through technology. Those nonverbal cues that really hold a lot of meaning to our message. Another thing I've heard was that communicating through technology is very impersonal. And when you think about it, it is impersonal. I know that we use e-cards and e-vites because it is very convenient and you can reach a lot of people when it comes to that um, sort of thing. However, it is impersonal. Think about when you write a letter and you're addressing the envelope. You're really thinking about that person when you're doing that. And to receive an e-card or an e-vite is not as personal. You're getting it to a lot of people, but you're, are you really thinking about the people you're sending it to and how much they mean to you? And that's how it becomes impersonal. Another concern when it comes to communicating through technology is that people are becoming more and more unaware of how to communicate in person. So what is happening is people are becoming more and more unaware of the rules of conversation when they are interacting in a face-to-face basis. So for example, People are having difficulty making appropriate comments or asking appropriate questions or transitioning a topic. And why is this happening? Well, it's happening because we are using so much technology to communicate that we are not practicing the soft skills necessary when we are in those face-to-face situations. And like anything, we need to practice the skills in order to be good at them and in order to master them and to use them correctly. So we're not getting those opportunities to practice our soft skills the way we used to get the opportunities. 
Moving on to another concern is that you've said people are demonstrating more poor listening and not poor listening because you're not paying attention. Poor listening because only one person is doing all the talking. And that actually goes back to our previous concern, and that's understanding and using the rules of those face-to-face interactions. And that's one of those rules, is giving the other person an opportunity to talk. But I really think that this is a consequence of using social media as well. Because when you are communicating mainly through social media, all you really have to worry about is your thoughts and ideas. You don't have to worry about the other person. You go on social media to express yourself. You don't go on social media to really hear what other people have to say. So I believe people monopolizing a conversation is really a consequence of using social media as the primary source of communication. Moving on to yet another concern is that people are no longer as engaging during conversation and do not know how to broaden topics. Again, this goes back to the rules of conversational discourse, rules when you're interacting on a face-to-face basis. People do not know how to engage one another. So we're monopolizing the conversation and we're not asking the other person questions. We're not taking turns during our conversation. We're not interested in the comments of the other person or their thoughts and ideas. We don't even know how to transition from one topic to another. So I'm sure you've all been in the situation where you're talking about one topic and nobody has anything else to say about that specific topic. Then you are standing there in an uncomfortable situation because you don't know what to say next. Well, that comes with knowing how to transition a topic or knowing how to broaden the topic with questions or comments. Some people are just having a difficult time doing that. So that is the other concern, not knowing how to engage others or broaden the topics of conversation. Yet another concern is that people and their message are not being expressed in the way that they think they are because they're unaware of their own nonverbal communication. For example, if you're having a conversation with somebody and they're talking and you're telling them you're listening, but while you're telling them you're listening, you're looking at your phone and you're scrolling through your messages. That is not telling that person that you're listening. It doesn't matter what words you're saying that you're listening. You're not showing that person that you're listening. And we are now becoming more and more unaware of what our nonverbal signals are saying to others while we're interacting with them. We're not aware of it. So we're not aware of the nonverbal communication from others, but we're also not aware of our own nonverbal communication. What's connected to that is that people are not able to attend to the conversation for long periods of time, which was another concern that was expressed. What's happening is we are so connected to our devices that if we hear it ding, if we see a light flash, if we feel the vibration of the phone, we have to go to that immediately, not giving the full attention to the person we are in the room with. So those devices that we're so connected to 
are distracting us and it can be very disruptive to a conversation, especially if somebody's talking to you and you go on your phone. I know oftentimes I have stopped talking and then it's more difficult to pick up the conversation. I know we think we're multitasking, but when we're not giving somebody our full attention, we're really telling them that we're not really interested It doesn't really matter what you're saying or it's not important what you're saying. And the last concern that I want to talk about today is somebody had indicated to me that it is very scary to deal with conflict in the face-to-face interactions. And I know it's scary. You get a knot in your stomach. You get nervous. You don't want to have a confrontation. You don't want to have an argument. But actually, if you are having a confrontation or a conflict through social media, you're actually setting yourself up for more misunderstanding and maybe even a bigger conflict. Because like I said earlier in this episode, when we communicate through social media, you allow for a lot of misunderstanding to occur. So you're actually probably way better off handling a conflict in person. When you do that in person, you can see and hear the person's intention behind what they're saying to you. You're less likely to misread or misunderstand the person. You're able to validate each other and your answers to each other will be immediate. So you're not waiting for a response and nervous while you're waiting for that response. And your conflict can probably be resolved way more quickly than doing it through technology. So those are just some of the concerns that people have expressed to me. I'm sure there are many, many more. And hopefully we can talk about these things further on more episodes of The Digital Divide. So please join me again next time on The Digital Divide, where we will be bridging the gap between social media and connecting with classic communication skills.